Gobble, 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 and go Seminoles. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast with Big Mike and Casey, WBCS. Take it away, Casey. All right, welcome back. All right, all right, all right. Friday night live. WBCS, thank you, sweet Melissa, with the opening. So we're back here, Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast. Thank you, everyone. Hopefully, everyone had a nice gobble gobble. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be Thanksgiving talk for you folks out there. Not sure what I'm talking about and confusing what I was saying with robble robble. And or that would be, cool. well, that's something completely different. Yes. So we're past Thanksgiving and now we're moving on to the next holidays. So, Which is the Florida State Florida game. Yeah, so this is rivalry week in NCAA football uh, in our neck of the woods. The I wonder if that's actually Kitna's kid. Probably. I, it has to be. I'm going to say yes. It's not a very popular name. Yeah, I have no jo- idea. John, John Kittner was a quarterback through uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I'll look at the Google machine. Uh, I think he actually had a lot of kids. He played a while, and he threw a lot of uh, interceptions. Hmm. Uh, but, hey. What's his name? Uh, John Kitna. Well, that's the dad. Yeah. Um, You're right. It is his kid. Yeah. Well. Apparently, he only has the father. He only has one father. That's good. That's a start. <laughs> you never can tell this day and age. There's a father and an uncle listed as his family. No mom, so it's like a miracle. Yeah. Okay, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, these are kind of like legacy schools in a way. You get a lot of uh, um, kids of pro athletes end up at Florida or at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Florida State having a bounce back year, not at that moment. Uh, but, oh. you know, they're sitting at eight and three. And uh, Florida's at six and five. So they're they're – you know, Gator Nation's a little disappointed, but, you know, this is something they circle on their calendar and they do their, uh, they kneel for Tebow and hope for the best. <laughs> they dial up a good jump pass and uh, see, see what happens. Florida State's definitely had a bounce back season. They better bounce back game. Well, it's a lot of games. So what, what we're watching here in Studio D's, Big Mike's on the road, so he'll call in later. But what we got here in Studio D, we got the Florida Florida State game on pause. Generally, we had wrestling. I think it's on Fox Sports 1 tonight. I will um, allow it tonight. Then. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> my point being uh, as we usually have a TV in the background. So uh, for those listeners at home, uh, kind of have a, a frame of reference. Or if they listen live, you can uh, mute your TV. We can be a uh, – anyways – so usually wrestling, I forget what Fox Sports 1 is on mine. I'm not even going to bother looking for it anyways because it was predetermined, the Florida-Florida State game. But big rivalry weekend, so you, you get all the big teams playing each other. Um, tomorrow, Army-Navy is one of the big ones. Well, legacy schools, you know, um, they're not playing for a championship, but they play for something else as being a military academy. They, they play for pride. And uh, Navy's rolling out their NASA-inspired uniform, which looked, really? I thought, pretty awesome. Huh. 
So I'll put that. Um, I'll put their uniform out on Twitter. That'll be at uh, at Beer Seats. You can follow us on Twitter if anyone's still out there. There's a lot more people lately back on Twitter. I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. what that's all about. Hmm. All the band accounts are back, I guess. Hmm. Well, because they had to charge people for a check mark that they don't get now. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, it was pretty hard to get that little check mark. You had to get vetted in a way. But they took money still. Not before. No, they they had a verification system that was completely different. No, I mean now they they took the money and then said they're going to wait on the verified the the paid for check mark. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I heard it on the radio. I I feel like they change a policy three times a day, so it's mm -hmm. it's whatever for for now it works. So you could follow us at Beer Seats. Um, and if not, you can always email us at the show at Warm Beer and Chief Seats for uh, direct contact with the staff. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll put that on Twitter in a little bit, probably after the show. And the USF UCF games tomorrow. Yes, the Warren I four. Mm -hmm. um, the big one that a lot of college football will be looking at is uh, the Michigan. Ohio State game because they're, yeah. they're ranked respectively uh, I th oh, uh, no, two and three. Ohio State's oh. two, Michigan is three. So mm -hmm. there will be some, um, you know, complications or, you know, what have you that's going to happen because of that game. Right. So mm -hmm. I think Ohio State's going to just wallop. Michigan. Yeah. I, I, well, their their list is eight point favors. That's kind of big in that type of game. I didn't know Michigan was that good. Michigan's good. Their defense is very good. Uh, their issue is going to be if they're going to be able to score points to keep up with Ohio State. Ohio State's offense has been very good. Ohio State's probably the only team that's going to uh, be able to match up with Georgia, I think, in the end. Mm -hmm. Unless Georgia just absolutely shoots itself in the foot uh, and pulls like a Tennessee and loses to South Carolina. You know, 63 to something, but. Has Michigan lost games? Not this season. Really? They're, they're both 11 and 0. It's like the first mm -hmm. time in uh, like 16 years are both undefeated at this point. So. I know Ohio State's always pretty good, but I didn't know Michigan. It's been a while to get Michigan like yeah. this, but I mean, Michigan's been better since John Harbaugh came back as a coach. He played there a long, long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. But uh, he brought a lot of prestige. They've been very good. Uh, just just generally cannot beat Ohio State. Right. And at a point, as a coach, I don't care how good you're at Michigan, I don't think you can lose to Ohio State every year mm -hmm. and keep your job. It's just yeah. It's just uh, it's what happens, you know. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. If you're Ohio State and you just keep losing to Michigan. Right. The boosters are going to push you out, mm -hmm. so you, you got to eventually, you know, win those games. So maybe it's their year for Michigan. I don't know. That snowball's chance in hell. <laughs> I know it's not likely. I'm just giving, you know. Well, I know there are a lot of Wolverine fans that would be. Well, they don't listen, but they would be uh, very upset about it. Uh -huh. It is what it is. Just, um, you know, collegiate football as it is, it's uh, a lot of haves and have-nots. And um, 
Florida State just tied the game. Mm-hmm. Yay. So that quarterback, Jordan Travis, can really scramble. Made a good run out of the pocket, got flushed out, and then he just took off and made a good run at the or move at the goal line. Wow. A little tiptoeing. Yeah, oh, a little squashness. Yeah, that's all right. It's all legal hits. No, no, no. I just mean. I mean, that's a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever number seven for the Gators is, he's. He's like he could have played the, the lead in blindside. He's uh, he's a big boy. He's like double Sam Jordan Travis. That's why I didn't think got transferred. Little known fact, he lived with uh, Sandra Bullock. She uh, she adopted him for mm-hmm. high school. Wait, Should I protect right? his blind side? Whatever you do, you protect his blind side. Oh, okay. You know, they made that movie. Uh, it was a good movie, but they, you know, they, they really exaggerated Michael Orr's upbringing. Like, he didn't live in a single room with, like, five people. Was that Monday morning? Oh, I don't know. But they definitely exaggerated it. You know, he's like, I just wanted to go to a better football program. Mm -hmm. So I just moved in with those people. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that, too. But, hey, you know, that's how movies work. Make believe. Yeah, so, well... Uh, Big Ed should be uh, chiming in a little bit. Subway Slams um, on vacation. He'll be back. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I'm not sure exactly when he would be or back, but something. he's going to be uh, maybe a couple weeks, but that's all right. He's got a couple things going on. He's got his Broadway show he's getting ready for. Or his off, off, Mercedes off Broadway. He doesn't have Mercedes. Well, he's actually got work. So, oh. Big Ed, what's going on there, yeah, buddy? I heard him. Hey, I was just trying out my new microphone and it seems to be intermittent. So I don't know if it's defective. But it's a, a Merc case. Right. I plugged it into the phone and then my headphones and it just it keeps cycling. I'm like, I, I can't find any troubleshooting. And then I hmm. saw a guy online do it. He just plugged his shit in and it worked. So I'm back to my old setup. It's not bad. I just would rather, you know, so you don't hear noises like that when I move the phone, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, other than that, you know, this is usual. Good week. Oh, good. Well, it's holiday season for the Montecito. That's usually good. Busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Well, you know, we... Snuck away and went to the Mr. Big Ed's house. That's always a fantastical journey. This was uh, better than most. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think I even uh, gave a couple of clinics yesterday. <laughs> uh, I think a gravy clinic I did. Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard you were doing some uh, consulting work. Yes, and... Uh, how to get that bird in the goddamn oven so Mr. Big Ed isn't pissed off at 3.30. Hey, you know, he's like, listen, this is what time we ate in 1942. And, you know, yeah. not, been, not, been, I've been eating dinner at 6 o'clock for my life, and now only one day a year do I eat dinner at 2 o'clock. Now, um, yeah, sorry. If the, just, if the Nazis didn't stop him, yeah. you know, then 
No one's going to stop him from eating on time. No, it was a, it was a good day. We were talking, this is a rivalry week for college football. You know, right now, Florida, Florida State's playing. It's tied. Uh, waning minute of the first quarter, it's tied 14-all. You got Michigan, Ohio State, Army, Navy, the Warren Orf, I-4, USF, UCF. Oh, don't forget the big one. Utah State and Boise State. Okay. Actually, I think that is on today. It was. I haven't touched any college football today. I've been just. I think that's on Busy work all day. Well, I was, uh, you know, I have that uh, other thing that kind of interferes with my lifestyle, the other job, and so. Was the bill the bill payer? Yes. So my head's been down, uh, kind of doing that all day. However, I did notice that USA in the World Cup held their ground with England. I turned it on at zero to zero. Well, I don't think we've ever lost to them in the World Cup either. Huh. Uh, I'm not I, mistaken. I don't know, but we do seem to draw against them a lot. And uh, our defense obviously is good. We, we did better than we did against, you know, collapsing against Wales. Um, I wouldn't say we collapse. We, you know, give up a goal, but we should have. Well, yeah, but we were winning that whole match. Oh, right, right, right. You know, we should have won that match. We just, uh, you know, second half just gave it away. An exciting conclusion to a, a match well fought, one-one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, the, the as England Dan Rydell would say, correct. Exciting world of soccer. That's right. That Dan Rydell man, he got it right. Usually more often than not. There's a song on tonight's review that reminds me of that show. Really? Uh, the Boogie Shoes. <laughs> they get kicked out of the Blue Iguana or something like that. They get oh, kicked out of a bar. Yes. They come back at the, at the studio and they blare on uh, Boogie Shoes and close out the scene. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And now that's forever etched in my head and any other memory prior to that is erased of what well, Boogie Shoes was. You know, it goes to show. And that's like 25 years later. <laughs> well, you know, a, a well-placed song. Yes, yes. In a show or a movie can really encapsulate something, you know, which we'll go into, we'll talk about. Yes, in your, yes. your retrospective later tonight. Yes, because Boz Skaggs was supposed to be the man and he, Declined. Really? He, I, the Bee Gees were a last-minute call. Wow, how about that? They punched out five songs. They had come some on the back burner. Yeah, pretty cool. Wow, that is pretty cool. All right, cool. All right, that's nice gags. Oops. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to pass on that fucking Bolo show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need that uh, Brink. Uh, you know, Brink's truck parked in front of my house. Yeah. I don't need 24-hour security to watch my wall save. Yeah. Where's uh, Big Mike? Well, he went to a swap meet. I'm, I'm guessing he had uh, an extended weekend. So he was up in North Florida. 
and he might be on the road though. He didn't think he would be back in time. So instead of just standing out in the in front of Studio C, we mm. just uh, we're just gonna get it going here. And standing there with tonight. the laptop and the microphone. Don't they stop, <laughs> Big Mike? Don't yeah. they stop? <laughs> yeah. Miguelissimo. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right. Update. I didn't see this. Iran beat Wales. 2-0. Wow, that really made it interesting for us. Uh, well, we got to beat Iran uh, for sure because now Iran's got points for winning and, uh, you know, England won, so... I guess that's well, you know what? Well, we have an it. advantage over Iran because they can't throw rocks at men. Right. It's not going to fly. Can't stone the men. They will kick their ass. This have to be mano y mano. <laughs> that's sorry, you're not going to bury the guy up to his head and throw rocks at him. Sorry, it's not going to happen. It's a World Cup. <laughs> not a Friday night at the uh, clay pit or whatever the fuck they go. Yeah, this is a um, There's rules here at the World Cup. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they can't drink beer either. But that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, WBCS. Right. Yeah, we'll uh, sign that big fat deal with Anheuser Busch. No problem. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some really nice. Ninety-six going hours on. before they drop the first ball. Oh. Not selling any alcoholic beer here. Hey, you know what? I just found out just watching this uh, Florida State-Florida game. John Kitna. I know you remember John Kitna. Yeah. From uh, the Bengals, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he did. The nice mighty Bengals. Yes. <laughs> uh, his son can't kick. <laughs> no. Uh, his son's on uh, Florida. Yeah, he's uh, he's a quarterback at Florida. I second string, but yeah, I I just saw it, you know Kitna on you know standing there. I'm like, well, that can't be a coincidence. That's not like Smith, you know. There's only so many Kitnas out there, I'd imagine. Yeah. And if you're playing football, good chances are your dad's John. Mm -hmm. And he only has a dad, not a mom, you read. And all his siblings, their names start with J. Uh, he obviously has a mom, just the name's not published on Wikipedia. Her, her name's not in public domain yet. Um, it was Mary. She said, watch this. Big Ed, did you ever watch The Walking Dead? I think I've asked you this before. I, I think I, I have not. Asked. Okay, so this past week was the big finale of Snipple, The Walking Dead. Uh, 11, 11 seasons. It took them, um, I think about 13 or 14, because they took some time off. Then you had COVID oh, okay. that shut down a year, mm -hmm. and he spaced one season into two years. And then this last season took like a year and a half to do, mm -hmm. but it was like a full... 24 episodes season which n no one's done that and since the writer strike back in like the early aughts but mm -hmm. 
I heard I heard it was very disappointing. I you know oh, really? I I I tend to disagree. Well, all right, I, I can see I mean there are some people that really kinda Well ending period is disappointing. Yeah. I, I think it had an end to it. I, I thought they did really well, actually. It was a weird show ending because going into the ending, like into this last season, you knew they were going to have a spinoff. Now, some of those spinoffs changed. Like they, like there was a main character, Rick Grimes, who's been off the show for many seasons. I think he was off after season nine or somewhere around there. He's been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of forget now. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, played by Andrew Lincoln. Uh, and he was fantastic in the show. But, you know, they were talking about doing these movies with him for his character and, you know, he broke away from the group of people and what he's doing out in the world. And that's changed into a mini series. And then, you know, then yet Daryl Dixon, who's played by uh, uh, Norman Reedus of Boondock Saints fame. Uh, he was supposed to have a spinoff with the lady, uh, Melissa McBride, who played Carol. That changed because they, they were like, they're going to do a show together. We thought they were going to be an item. So, you know, spoiler alert, you know, it's a little sad. They're mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, they said that was like uh, them saying goodbye to each other like that. There was a little hit too close to home. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they tied up loose ends as best they could in that show. I think so, too. I think for the time constraint. I think they gave us one good heart, you know, a couple good heartbreaks one last time. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some are, and a, a couple happier things. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, but again, it's like, you know, MASH ended, you know, I don't know why they, I don't know if this is even a, a parallel, but there was a spinoff on MASH, a really bad one mm-hmm. after MASH. Powerful. Really? It's That's called terrible. After MASH. Yeah, it was called Aftermath. It, it followed it followed Klinger uh, working in Toledo, I think. Oh, they meant like Aftermath? Were they just trying to be cute? N- no, there was like basically when they were like civilian going oh. back to their, you know, the real world of work in the medical field. I think it only lasted a season. That's just a bizarre name. Too. It wasn't good. No, I never even heard of it. But they didn't know that ahead of time. You know, it's. It, I think this was rare that, I mean, the show has an active spinoff that does pretty good on AMC, which is Fear the Walking Dead, which will be back, I guess, in another month or two. And that's that's on season eight. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. You know, usually a show ends. I, I don't know. You, you read stuff online and people bitch about it or they'll be like, oh, that show's still on. I, all right. Yeah, it is. See, I don't go online for things like that, for other people's opinions, so then I don't. I, well, I, I don't, but, you know, you read an article and there's a comment right. section. I'm no, just I gonna... know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I didn't read that anybody was unhappy. I was very happy. Yeah, that. I just watch until it no longer interests me, whatever it is, or, or till the end. <laughs> is there, is there, was there a finale that you're like, oh, yeah, they, they got it right or something that you know, more recently you watched that you were Friends. pretty happy with? Friends. Uh, yeah, I was in Friends. That's, that's right. Melissa, 
That's my answer. Yeah, Friends. That was in 2005. That was 17 years ago. That's recent enough. Whatever. Seems recent. Yeah. It's relevant like the, I was just gonna say. Like the Ford Fairlane, right? Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for it. That's pretty new. So I, I might now have time to squeeze in Yellowstone and uh, start, you know, watching that at some point. They have like a, what do you call it? A marathon on Women's Channel. Oh, Paramount. Oh. Yeah, Par Paramount will like run it all day on Sunday to get you primed up for the, the upcoming episode. But I believe you could stream it all on Peacock anyways. Mm hmm which I don't understand how that worked because it's supposed to be Paramount Plus, but hey, I'm sure there's a lot of money being exchanged hands. Mm -hmm. I'm sure too. You know, so. Eric Costner doesn't talk a lot in the show. He just kind of looks, looks in the distance. Really? You're kidding. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, I don't. gotta be kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a comedy, actually. <laughs> That's what I keep hearing. It's very bright and cheer cheerful. He's got a brother, Larry Fine. He's hysterical. Oh. I see why. I have to enable something on the phone. I'm, I'm double, <laughs> double dutying. <laughs> and I'm not sure I have to... It says, uh, go to accessories and go to the face ID passcode, touch ID passcode, and turn on USB accessories under allow access when locked. Mm, compelling. Mm. Sounds like I don't know if I can do that while talking. Yeah, that might be problematic. What do you mean? And yet, I find myself drawn to it. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Multitasking. It's it's too bad, you know. It, this would be great. I could uh, put a little echo in my voice. I could do the. Uh... Anyway. Hey, you see, like, there's a newer show on ABC called The Rookie Feds. It's a it's already like a spinoff premise. I'm and I'm already seeing what ABC's doing. They're like, oh, NBC, they have a theme. It's called Chicago. You know, have all the Chicago shows in one day. So they had the rookie with Nathan Phelan. Uh, right. And he's he's an older guy that becomes a cop. He's a rookie, right? It's like tongue-in-cheek, like, hey, get it. The old guy's the rookie. So now they have a show with Niecy Nash, who's from uh, Reno 911. She's awesome in that. Uh, shout out, Reno 911. Uh, but they have the rookie feds. Hmm. I didn't connect the two, but I, I don't know. You could right. become a, like a federal agent at 50 though. I think there was like a, a cutoff date at some point. Sure, yeah. For them to say you're too fucking old right. for this job. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering what's the next one. The rookie IRS or something. Yeah. Because they're going to just keep running that into the ground, just beat it with a stick. The rookies, pre-K-4. They'll get you on tricycles. Yeah, they'll probably be funnier. 
I reckon so. I think I, I think I nailed it. Oh yeah. I sent I sent the link to uh, the slam. No, he's not available. Not available. It's not going to be available tonight. He's uh, he's far, far away. He's far away. Will not be able to uh, call in this evening. We very uh, oh, he's out of country. Uh -huh. Yes, that's right. Yes, he's uh, he's on holiday. Holiday. So, hopefully, he's out there expanding the brand, whether it be his brand or our brand. But preferably our brand. Maybe right. maybe he's searching for a better microphone. I don't know. Baby cat, everybody. Yep. Baby says hi. Yep, just ignore him. He'll go away. Aww. He's going away. Yeah, he just went away. That's all right, folks. Who? Uh, there's a cat. So. There's a cat. There's an older cat. He just kind of runs around. Sometimes he just he's got to just remind you of his presence. Mm -hmm. For no reason other than to remind you of it. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, did you watch uh, the late night NFL game last night? The uh, the Vikings game. We had some NFL yesterday. I think three. I didn't. Finishing that game. I mean, overall, there are three good games. the The Lions Bills game went to you know a field goal at the end. Um, Bills won that. Tough loss for Detroit. But, um, you know, moral victory for them. Then uh, Giants lost to the Cowboys. Late night, uh, Patriots and Vikings. Vikings, after getting absolutely obliterated by the Cowboys last week, came back this week and looked great against the Patriots. Mm -hmm. You know, and Patriots aren't a team. You just go out there and bully. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they looked pretty complete all around. They were good games. Minnesota's going to be a problem in the playoffs, I think. I think they can make a, a really good run. You know, they stay relatively healthy. They got this Justin Jefferson or whatever his name, his, their top receiver, that guy was just making ridiculous catches last night. He's like an Odell Beckham Jr. Minus the drama. I think the Giants had a chance at that yesterday. Yeah, I, I think that division, even though everyone's got a winning record, I think that division's closer to each other. I don't know. I, I just don't see the Eagles being, you know, the Eagles are 9-1. and one. I just don't see the Eagles being a real 9-1 and one team. Uh, I, I, I see them as a team that's going to get just blown out of the water in the postseason. Unless they play the Cowboys or Giants or Commanders. I don't really feel normal. Yeah, they, they've only lost one game. So, 
All right, the Buccaneers, I get the Browns, so got to win this game. Just got to keep – Bucks. just got to keep stacking them wins. Keep stacking them wins. By that, he means the one win, right? What do you mean? Haven't we only won one recently? No, we've just been on a bye. Right. We, we, we haven't played since we were in Germany. Right. I don't know. We won the last two games. I thought it was just one. No, 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 no. My bad. Oh, that's right. I remember now. There are a lot of 3-1 teams out there, though. Bears and Jets. I think the Bears can beat the Jets. That's uh, That will be an interesting game for this weekend. Bears are 3-8. Jets are 6-4. and four. Jets have a fantastic deep. This is what it's going to come down to. Does the Jets' defense murder Justin Fields on the field? Uh, if that happens and they finally this kid just no one blocks from ever again, then the Jets win that game. Otherwise, the fields starts running around. Right. He's like a humble Cam Newton. He's a fantastic talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that what we, you call it, a humble Cam Newton? Yeah, yeah. You know, someone with a little humility to him. Because Cam Newton, when he came out of Auburn, I mean, there, there's no denying how talented he was. I mean, he took and carried the Panthers. You know, and then they built a team kind of around him, but they it was all on him to do what he had to do. I mean, he when they went to that Super Bowl, they were 15-1 and that year. I mean, they were unstoppable, unstoppable. You know what? I I liked Cam Newton up until that press conference. Wait, when he wait, he which, just showed his colors. You know, like what a fucking sore loser. Um, I don't, I don't know. care I, what I, kind of pressure. I don't give a shit. It's wait, which press conference? Yeah, I'm not sure. I remember. He just kind of wouldn't talk. He oh. after he after he got beat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, after the Super Bowl loss? Yeah. Yeah. That was just poor. Yeah. Yeah. A high caliber, you know, he was considered an elite athlete. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm Justin Fields is the athletic talent of him, but he just doesn't have the negative attributes. Hey, gotcha. Cam Newton had a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage, um, you know, coming out of college, you know, with his dad and, you know, what involvement did Auburn or the um, the boosters play in, you know, his recruitment to Auburn? And, you know, there was a house that was maybe gifted to the family. And, you know, he had to kind of sidestep a lot of that stuff. And, you know, we, you know, it's easy that they, they just yell at these kids and the media and they're like, hey, he's like 18, 19 years old. He, he ain't in control of shit, you know. He don't know if he's going to make it through college. Should get more mad at the uh, the adults that are, you know, bribe the kids or whatever. But, they, you know, they're changing in college sports now. Now they can kind of pay them now. They should have always been compensated somehow because they sacrifice a lot. Sure. Including the education. Listen. Is the primary reason for going, you know, you would think. I have... Um, 
We have a, a well, it's a friend of mine, but you you know him, and he had a, and I, I'm not going to share his name, but he had a cousin that played football in the ACC, and he had eight concussions in four years uh, in college, and then he went in the NFL and had several more, but he had, you know, eight concussions is a lot. Uh, so, you know, you don't know what kind of damage that did. And, and I, I'm still shocked that the NCAA somehow sidestepped any controversy of like the what they call the CTE, which is the long-term damage from multiple concussions where it's like does permanent, basically permanent brain damage. Starts onset dementia and you know, a whole bevy of things, but NCAA kind of sidestepped a multi-billion dollar lawsuit and, you know, they, they profit. I, my feeling is if you keep a kid enrolled in school, just let them just stay at the school. Like uh, the, the, the whole amateur, no, no one's been an amateur in collegiate sports outside of like track and field or swimming or, Something that doesn't have a major TV contract. Mostly the women's sports. Uh, they're not amateurs. No, by no stretch. They're Look, they have all the data. They're just hiding it. They know. Yeah, so, let, let, some they, of the shit you see on the news, they're hiding it. They know. I, I think if you stay enrolled, you should just stay. Like, why? Why? Oh, he's a senior. Who cares? He's he's taking underwater basket weaving next semester. He's he's got three college credits. He's going to take. Yeah, season's done. He still has to finish his school out. Yeah. Vinny Testaverde could have won like eight Heisman's. You know, it would have been great. Yeah, he just could have for, he could forego those first few years with the Buccaneers and then go go somewhere fresh. Yeah, like yeah, it would be like, oh shit, the, the Bengals got the first stop. You know what? I'm gonna take a couple summer courses and stay at University of Miami for another year and just see what happens next year. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll go to the the Bills instead of the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Do you, do you imagine what, what what his career would have been if he would have got drafted by the Bills, the Niners, teams of that era that were oh, yeah. that protected their quarterback? He still had a pretty good career playing for like mediocre at best teams. Hey, the first the first year he left and he went to Cleveland, I think he threw like four thousand yards like that first year, like. When no one threw 4,000 yards in the NFL. You know, it was definitely still a run first league. I mean, he put up some, those those years he was in Cleveland and uh, like the first year or two there in Baltimore, he put up some big, big numbers. And he had some great seasons with the Jets too. He had great seasons outside the, I, I think he's thrown 45,000 yards. 
Oh, yeah. He's got some big numbers for a guy that started out really slow and on his back. Oh, for sure. I, I, I still think he's one of the greats. Keyshawn Johnson says he's the best quarterback he's ever played with. You know what? I've been saying that for a long time. Not the one that I ever played with, but I mean, from watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw him in Publix one time. You know, I said, hey, what's up? He's a pretty, he's a tall dude. He's yeah, he's, he's, you, you, you he's don't tall and lanky. Yeah, you don't appreciate how tall he is till you see him and you're like in person, you're like, damn, he's a big dude. I think he's six five. Uh, I bet he's every bit of it. Yeah. You know, remember that Publix over there by my old little house on yeah. Little Road? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. He used yeah. to go to that Publix there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because he, he lived in that little part of Lutz for a while. He had that compound back there with two houses, him and his folks. That's before he uh, well, he went to Odessa for a while. Now he's, I think he's back in Lutz. And uh, just quick score update on the uh, Florida, Florida State. Uh, Jordan Travis just scored another touchdown to uh, tie. Or did, did he step out? Oh, no, he's in. Oh, I think they don't like that he slid, but he's in. That's a touchdown. This kid's crazy runner. He must have, like heard me talking about Justin Fields. He's like, I'll show you my Justin Fields impersonation. Kid's amazing. Tune in Tokyo. Yay! Oh, big Mike. Oh, his knee was down. What's happening? What's going on there, bud? What's up, bud? Sorry to be tuning in so late. Just got in from Daytona. Did Turkey trot out there? Yeah, Turkey turkey Rod Run, yep. Are you going back out tomorrow? No, I got to go to work tomorrow. Got to go do the job that keeps the lights on here at Studio C until... Until we go national, which hopefully will be soon. But anyway. Yeah, but yeah, big Ed, I gotta talk to you after the show about uh about something, about you know, a, a possible syndication thing. So Yeah. I, you, don't, you don't have to you don't have to run it by me, just do it. <laughs> no, no, but, I need to talk to you because you you know the guy in between. Who Cappy? Correct. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. I well, I, I, I don't know if he got my email. I sent him, so that's why I was like, I hadn't heard from him all week. You know what? He email. He texted me yesterday, and I texted him back. He had text back. He texted okay. me Happy Thanksgiving, and I asked him about the microphone, and you know. Okay. I'll uh, I'll see him Monday. So, I, I, he's a, a totally different dynamic, you know. Sure. Because I know he's got his IA rating, and he also does inspections on the weekends, which means he's got his A&P and an IA, so he could do, like, these uh, inspections and sign them off that, that these uh, general aviation aircraft have to have every year. They're called annuals. Right. So when he, I know he had an annual he was going to do, and uh, uh, knowing what I know about an annual, it's going to take every bit of – you know, 48 hours. 
And he had, was doing two Turduncans, so he did those from scratch. Wow, two Turduncans. Well, two he Dur likes to he likes to like pre cook the the duck because the duck uh, goes you know inside the turkey and the chicken goes inside it, right? Turducken, yeah. There's three 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 types of poultry, but the duck is very dense meat and requires more time. So he's got a lot of experience preparing these turduncans. I, I I'm going to say this is his first, but he's oh uh, really? He's a very hands-on. He's an interesting guy. He's a busy guy, but he's also got he's got kids. So you throw that in the mix. You know what I mean? He's married with kids. Married with children. I was just going to say it. <laughs> See that, sweet Melissa? Great minds. Great minds. Jinx. <laughs> So he's just got a lot on his plate. So I, I'm not pushing him. He's, he's. Uh, I told him stop apologizing, live your life, and we'll, when it's time, we'll get it done. You know. I was just thinking, what kind of meat sweats does that turducken give me? <laughs> oh, probably bad. Oh. I, yeah. I well, if I guess if you eat. Uh... <laughs> I, I think that I think the duck alone would you know that would suffice induce meat yeah that would induce meat sweats man just thinking about duck i'm starting mm -hmm. to get the meat sweats <laughs> look if you have duck prepared correctly it's uh there's not a better type of oh uh, i don't doubt it i don't think i've ever had it prepared properly is uh that's probably one of my things that i need to experience in life is a properly prepared duck. I appreciate it. Casey, I don't know if you ever met my buddy up in when I had the uh, house in Upperville. Uh, Nick Frolano had this little cafe and oh god, I don't know the, the name of it. Hey, like not Haymarket, but over you know on that side of the country road. Yep. Yep. And he used to do duck. He'd the kind of guy who would serve locally sourced prime beef, and you'd pay a top dollar. I told you, he was a guy, someone ordered a medium well filet, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'll prepare you a medium well sirloin and pay for it. He goes, I am not cooking this thing past medium. He's just, and he's a big Flyers fan, okay? He's a big Philly guy. Yeah. He had a Philly cheesesteak on every menu that he did, even if it was just like his you know, $40 an entree dinner menu, had a Philly cheesesteak if you wanted. He'd make it for you. See, I, I appreciate that type of dedication. Yeah. yeah. And that was, the, that was the most, I, the, you know what? There was a, he had like a little food bar and it's how he sat like five people. And then he had a, the cafe around, it was an open kitchen and the ladies waiting on to go food and the kids climbing around. He goes, Ma'am, take that child outside. <laughs> wow. He's like, it's disturbing their experience. And he like kind of, his hand like sweeps across the, towards the dining room because it was an open kitchen. I'd go in there and I'd bullshit with him. You know, I'd sit there and drink craft beers all afternoon and bullshit him. Why, uh... Sometimes I'd go in and just like prep like sliced onions for him and stuff. Really? But that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he was the <laughs> best. 
He was the best though. That that with the old sirloin. He goes, I'll cook you a sirloin well done if you like. And comp it. He goes, but I'm not cooking this past medium. <laughs> he was all farm to table type guy. And, yeah. You know, that area of Virginia was all about farm to table. Oh yeah, for sure. What about table to farm? <laughs> Table to farm is after the meal. Well, you know what? That 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 That's where it starts though. Yes, correct. And then they wind up on the table. Correct. It, see that's that's the circle of life. Yep. Oh, we are on the same page, Mike. Yeah. Well that 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 part of Virginia can afford table to farm or whatever you call it. Farm farm to table. <laughs> It always sounds great, and then you see the price. I'm like, uh, wow, yeah, right. It's wait, like, swing oh, yeah. by. I'll go to McDonald's. It's not always all expensive, though. It's pricey. No, no, that it's pricey there. Hmm. I guess when I had been in that area, I think I probably ate out mostly for lunch, not dinner. So maybe that was it. But there were a lot of farm to table. Now I had to think about it. It might have been a place freezer to table. Yeah. No, it was freezer to table. <laughs> freezer to table. I, I've been to a lot of places like that. Yeah. Like Applebee's too. and Chili's. Yeah. And, yes. Olive Garden. They're like, we oh, call no. the freezer the farm. That's, so. uh, that's actually a uh, plastic bag to table. It's um, actually like farm to processing plant to uh, <laughs> IQF and then uh, – you know, Olive Garden, they're like, what's our uh, strategy of cooking? Like, well, you take the, the bag yeah, and you I cut it open it. and you just pour it in a saute pan and let it heat up and then that's it. It's good to go. Pretty awesome. Do you know, hey, I'm never sitting any, here looking never at my tank. Possible. I, I've got about 15 guppies, Casey. They hmm. just they just keep showing up. They do that. Yep. They just keep showing up. <laughs> As the bigger fish die, the guppy population is increasing exponentially hmm. yeah the i have a 10 gallon that has a lot of guppies but i don't mind them but this i might even just leave it like that for a while till i figure out what i want to do well i have a friend uh that's setting up uh well you know jake he's got uh a, a, a turtle tank and yeah that thing's cool well he's setting up a new tank for the turtle um a separate one where it gives them a little bit more just kind of hanging around, um, you know, in the, out of the water. Cause he's a, he's a mud turtle, but he doesn't want to be in so deep of water all the time, but he might need a, a few guppies. So I might have a few to spare to keep them in the tank. And the guppies will actually clean the tank, you know, you know, they'll, they'll just pick at stuff. And they pick all day at the rocks. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're pickers. Yeah. They like finger food, guppies. <laughs> they yeah. They the turtle like gets that hungry, he'd probably take a shot at it. That's that's fine. That's that's the circle of life right there. There you go. That's that's farm to table right there at its <laughs> essence. That is farm to table. They call that they call that nature rock, to rock. rock rock to rock. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, right yeah. now in the one the ten gallon tank. It's not rock to rock. It's more like nuts to butts. 
it's a little crowded. nuts to butts. Yes. So uh, trying to thin it out a little. I'm sure all the aquatic life would appreciate that. The fact that I don't think they like butt. being nut to butt. I think that helps thin it out. What what's uh so what so what happened today at the uh the 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 turkey the old rod swap run. meet the, the turkey yeah. rod run? Yeah. Well, a lot of walking. Nineteen thousand steps today, boys and ladies. Wow. Mm. So uh nice. nineteen thousand. Hush. Yeah, nineteen thousand. I think I got about five hundred. You so, gotta pace yourself. But you know what? I went to the Korean market. Maybe I did get a thousand in. Maybe. But it was cool. A lot of stuff to see. A lot of vintage stuff. Uh, a lot of collectibles. Lots of old car parts. Lots of old cars. Uh, good day. Uh, was out there with my dad, my cousin Anthony, his wife Zaya. It was. It was a good day. We got out there. Probably nice. started. Around nine o'clock, and we left around three. So long day, long day. But uh, yeah, good day. Overcast yet, still very warm. Sun came out towards the end of the day. Very humid. Yeah, it's gross out. Yeah, it, it was a lot of a lot of fog this morning leaving Lakeland. Oh yeah, for sure. That's fog central right there. Yeah. Tons, tons. Actually, the fog was setting in once uh, I got in town last night. They said yeah. it was gonna like ten o'clock. Time. They, I think they said exactly. Oh my gosh, the weather people might have been right about something. Yeah. I feel like that's what they said. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you this: uh, there were some odd cars for sale out there, and it's it's cars that you would not. I'm going to give you an example. A car you wouldn't necessarily think as a classic car. Okay. But this car was probably the most pristine of its breed. All right, you ready? A Ford Pinto. I was thinking Mercury Bobcat in my head. I was waiting for, like, the obscure brother. Well, oh, hey, that, that was not the – you know what? But it was a – almost, if it was a Bobcat, that would have been a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there might be three left in existence. You know what, Big Mike? If you want to see cars like that, go to Meekum. Oh, yeah. Th there's oddball, like, survivor, old, run-of-the-mill, um, everyday – what were everyday cars? But just wa walking around the swap meet, there, and it, cars sold. It was for sale in the swap meet, and it had a sold written-in grease pencil on the window. So the curiosity got the better of me. I had a look at it. His most perfect Pinto. It looked like uh, the way that Pinto would have looked if it was traded in two or three years old. I'm afraid to know what you're going to say. What? The price. Uh, I don't know. There was oh, no price on the window. I, I bet it was around 15 You know what, Big Ed? I don't, I don't think you're far off the mark because oddball stuff it, like that is it's bringing some money. Yeah. I, I feel it's weird like the Pintos kind of come around. From most hated car on the road? Yeah, it's it's got like a little weird cult following where people pony up. No, well, pun, no, pun, intended. no pun intended, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, they'll they'll pay for a premium for that car. But it's, isn't there well, tons of them? Uh, they, no, they, were, it, they were garbage. Right. They, they made tons of them, but they didn't survive. Uh, 
no. that makes them rare now, I guess. Yeah, correct. Like you, and, and, oh. and it's not a car that would have been like the Ford Fairlane. Yeah. See? Oh man. You know, you, you think about it. It's not. It's one of those cars. You know, some cars go through one or two, maybe three owners, and the the cars are still babied and taken care of. After the first owner, that Pinto probably lived a really, really harsh life. Well, that, <laughs> not this one. This one looks like it was always babied, but most Pintos probably lived a pretty harsh life. It was, it was a horror show. There's a guy I, I grew up with. His name was Gerard Helen, and I only and he just passed away. But he uh, he had a Pinto, and he always had like four or five pints of oil in his car, <laughs> or a, four, a quarts. Excuse me. That thing would burn like two quarts a week. It was always like that 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 light blue smoke coming out of the exhaust. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's what you want to see in your car. That's exactly that's, a, that's what a Pinto was though. Fifty four miles. Rings. It was it was a disposable car. You know, the early uh like caravans and Plymouth Voyagers were the same way. They would get to like fifty thousand miles and uh then they would just start emitting a blue smoke. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were, they were just really bad. I, I think mileage today is a little over. I don't say it's overrated, but to get buy a car that's four years old with sixty thousand, seventy thousand miles, if you're changing the oil. You know what? I, I'm not worried. Yeah, well, I mean, I, cars cars in general have come a long way. The guy, the guy told me my Cadillac. The the. the the first one should, the CTS should have got should have got three hundred thousand miles out of it. That's what the motors are built for three hundred thousand miles. Now is that true? No, I replaced that motor, but they 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 paid for it because obviously they knew something about that oil system that they weren't advertising. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When they're buying you the engine, you know they're like, hey, yeah, that, that's that's usually a kind of a giveaway. That's, that's okay. That, that's them saying, my bad, dog. We do this for everybody. Let us help you out. Here you go. <laughs> That's our bad. No, happy motoring. <laughs> I mean, I think just fucking stopped working. No idiot light, nothing, no overheating. Like, you haven't been putting oil. I'm like, I get this fucking oil. I had every receipt in, in that glove box. I'm like, no, no, don't even try. Oh, you know what? And he starts after he puts in the VIN numbers, like, uh, and he throws this small V6, like, oh, yeah. Was it the 2.8? Uh, uh, I think 3.0. No, no, it was the, the 07 CTS. I think it was a 3 liter or maybe a 2.8. It could have. 2.8 and a 3.6. Just right before they had the 3. Uh... Anyway. Anyway, I think it's a 3 liter. I think. Because that engine carried over into the second generation CTS, and still did that it didn't live a charmed life there either. <laughs> I guess it was stupid to replace it then. I'm sorry, but Subway, we can't hear you. Whoa, easy, easy on the mic. Oh my. Subway's not here. But well, you, you do sound. Like what she's saying, you sound muffled. You sudden. sound like Subway. Oh, you got it and you fixed it. Oh, there you go. 
sort of. Sound like somebody was choking you. No, nobody's choking me. Oh, there you are. Thank goodness. Yay. Oh, you know what? I just can't. I just, I guess you can't hold the phone. There it is. So I bought a new mic, big mic, and uh, I just, it's intermittent. Huh. Got to work the bugs out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Captain's got the same one Alaska. What he does, he has the iPhone too. Hmm. He's the one that suggested it. Well, maybe that's what we need to suggest to all uh, Subway Slam. I did. I forgot that he was. I sent him. Not if it sounds like that. No, he's he's got. It's not plugged in. It's not set up. It's not set up. My bad. Carry on. I was planning on it. Well, we are at that point of the show. Do you think you're uh, ready there, Big Ed? As I, uh, yes. As I yes, cue yes, yes. something up for. Cue away. Big Ed. Big Ed's rock and roll. Rock and roll. Retrospective. Retrospective. Wow. That was fucking great intro, you guys. Thank you. That's all right. Hey, was our pleasure. So I'm going to wrap up the soundtrack because this is way too much work for free. Saturday Night Fever, 1977. The soundtrack to the movie Saturday Night Fever starring John Travolta. The soundtrack was released November 15, 1977. It is one of the best-selling albums in history. It remains the second biggest-selling soundtrack of all time after The Bodyguard, selling over 40 million copies worldwide. The United States, the album was certified platinum 16 times. The album stayed up top the charts for 24 straight weeks from January to July of 78 and stayed on Billboard's album charts for 120 weeks until March of 1980. Three singles from the album contributed by the Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love, Staying Alive and Night Fever, along with Yvonne Elliman's If I Can't Have You, all reached number one in the U.S. and in the U.K., spent 18 consecutive weeks at number one. The album epitomized the disco phenomenon and was an international sensation. The album has since been added to the National Recording Registry in the Library of Congress in 2014 for being culturally significant. The movie is about Tony Monero, a 19-year-old Italian-American from the Bay Ridge neighborhood of Brooklyn. He lives with his parents, his grandmother, and his younger sister, and works at a dead-end job in a small paint store. To escape his day-to-day -day life, Tony gets to the 2001 Odyssey, no big mic, not the strip club, a local discotheque, where he is king of the dance floor and receives the admiration and respect he craves. He also has four close friends, also from the neighborhood. Joey, Double J, Gus, and Bobby C, a fringe member of his group friend is Annette, a neighborhood girl who is infatuated with Tony. However, he is not attracted to her. A lot of conflict and strife going on with everyone in their tight group, including Tony's brother, who wants to leave the priesthood. Tony's only escape is the dance floor and feels it is his ticket out of the mundane ghetto gang life. 
The group gets into a fight, which leads them back to the Bowers Out on Narrows Bridge, where off where you often hang out and climb the cables. I, and that I never understood what was fun about that. I would not go near that fucking bridge. But anyway, Bobby goes out a little too far and falls to the water to his death. Tony wins the big contest, tries to find comfort with his new dance partner. Uh, he gets rejected. He comes back hours later and winds up talking with her all night, decides to move to Manhattan and pursue dancing to start a new life. The album won six Grammys and one American Music Award. There are 17 tracks. You got Staying Alive, How Deep Is Your Love, Night Fever, and More Than a Woman. All Bee Gees songs right there. If I Can't Have You, uh, performed by Yvonne Elam, is also a Gibbs song. And you have the fifth of Beethoven, and it's a play on words. A fifth is a fifth of a gallon. So a fifth of Beethoven, you get it? <laughs> uh, written by Beethoven and Murphy. Uh, Walter Murphy was performed by, actually. You know, More Than a Woman, another Gibbs song, a BG song. Manhattan Skyline by Shire. Calypso Breakdown, William Eaton. Night on Disco Mountain, Modest uh, Masorsky, a Russian composer and performed by David Shire. Open Sesame, performed by Cool and the Gang. Jive Talking, You Should Be Dancing, our BG songs. And we got more songs. Okay. Well, this certainly got fucked up. Hold it together. There we go. It double printed nice. The album starts out with the all-time Bee Gees disco classic, Stayed Alive. With the drum beats at 120 beats per minute, just like a working heart needs the beat to stay alive. The Gibb brothers are no joke and can harmonize, hold the note, and fluctuate the tone and octave range. That is Maurice Gibb on bass, a cool little riff. How deep is your love? The Bee Gees wrote this for Yvonne Element to sing, but she declined. Too bad this also topped the charts of the Christmas of 77. It was number one in Canada and in Europe. That was a slow tempo love song during the end of the movies with Tony and his dance partner Stephanie with the Barrazano's narrows in the foreground. Night Fever. You can hear the repetitive drum beat in these songs, but the bass line is what differentiates one from another. Nice work, Maurice. If you notice in the movie when the song is played, the disco ball is in the top center of the screen of the dance floor. Hence, the uh, that's the night fever, is the chance of the disco ball. More Than a Woman, another Bee Gees song, and is played for the first time. Tony dances with Stephanie in a competition, and he falls in love with her. This song, too, was a number one hit and probably the second most popular uh, song on the soundtrack next to Staying Alive. But Can't Have You, a Bee Gees song performed by Yvonne Elliman, also a number one hit, and solidified the Bee Gees also as songwriters. This song was also heard during a scene in the discotheque. A Fifth of Beethoven, an instrumental by Beethoven performed by Walter Murphy, also reached number one in 1977 and is heard playing in the disco the first time Tony walks into the old Odyssey. More Than a Woman, written by the Bee Gees and performed by Tavares, and is heard while Tony and Stephanie are practicing for the big dance contest. This version did not reach number one, but did stay in the top 40 for a couple of weeks in 1977. 
Manhattan Skyline, written and performed by David Shire with the classic disco drum beat punched up with horns. And if you like the show Chips, then this is the song for you. For four minutes and 45 seconds, sounds like you're uh, Ponch and John on their motorcycle on the old California 905. Calypso Breakdown, a seven-minute sound of bongos and very different cowbells. Pitches with the occasional guitar playing over this to distract you from the doldrum of this instrumental. It is so good, I cannot tell you what scene this is heard in. Night on Disco Mountain, performed by David Shire and written by Russian composer Modest Osorsky. Another instrumental, but only already tortures the ears and senses along with patience for five minutes and 15 seconds. Open Sesame, a cool in the gang song. This is like the other instrumentals, except the singing and nonsensical vocal sounds that just add to the doldrum monotony of this dance era song. May as well be driving a 67 Ford Fairlane. Jive Talk, and a Bee Gees tune and really nails it. The beginning is rhythmic and everyone comes in one by one until the drums kick in on along with the lyrics. Probably the best crafted song on the album. Mixes funk, jazz, and rock with the beat. It makes it disco, but not in your face. Unfortunately, this scene was on the cutting room floor, but the music lives on. You should be dancing. To me, this this is a dance song with a swinging beat, and the Gibb brothers are firing an all eight vocally. Really shows their vocal prowess and strength. Maurice plays a great bass line, and Barry really rips on the guitar as well. This is heard why Tony is walking in the streets in full disco garb for a night of dancing. Boogie Shoes, KC and the Sunshine Band. Is used in a scene in the 2001 Odyssey where the focus is on the shoes of the dancers. A quick two-minute song with a great swag from the horns and rhythm guitar. And, of course, vocals of the keyboard extraordinaire Harry Casey. Salsation. A David Shire, a nice Latin dance-style instrumental with great trumpet lead and timpanos during the dance competition. KG by MFSB. This was played during a dance competition for the Puerto Rican couple. That was Tony and Stephanie's biggest threat at the competition. Unfortunately, this song blows too. Another Chips instrumental. Disco Inferno by, by the Tramps. Very typical disco song of the era, except it runs seven minutes too long and puts an end to this album. I have to say, this was a double album, and the songs that did not make the movie or the album that would have been better for the album, because I feel most people put music on to listen, and some of these songs were instrumentals were unlistenable and were very dated and probably not very good back then. The ones that were listenable were really great. I mean, all the Bee Gees songs are great and stood the test of time, and that will include Boogie Shoes, too. The movie gets a three-and-a-half Montecitos, and the soundtrack gets two-and-a-half Montecitos. The Duke boy never owned any of the music, but was a closet Bee Gees fan and would listen if it was on the radio in the general. I mean, if you can't peel them, you're not wheeling. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Fantastic. Wonderful. Reference. Yeah. And, uh, and, ch and chips. Yeah, I like I'm telling you, some of this, I, I'm telling you, some of the music was really fucking horrible. I, I just got to say. So, Big Ed, you didn't like uh, Disco Inferno? That's not one of your favorites? By the Mike, the song was 10 minutes long. It, That's a great song, though, man. That's one of three my minutes, favorites. Three minutes would have been fine. Burn, uh, Disco Inferno. Disco that's just like that's just like watching Ponch and John on the motorcycle on the freeway for a little too long. Okay, we get it. Your hands are uh, riding KZs. Move on. Well, that's never too long either. 
Maybe that explains well, I why think I like you that. Liked some of, I think you would have liked some of the instrumentals. I'm telling you, somebody's instrumentals, I thought of you. I'm like, oh, Big Mike would love this song. Oh, yeah, it absolutely. Said, it sounds like them crew. You know that music they played in Chips when they were cruising on the highway? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what somebody's hey. song sounded like. I'm like, Big, oh. Big Mike. Big Mike's hair's flowing in the wind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I, uh, the, the movie was good. Hey, those guys, they would fucking hang and swing on the cables on the Barrazano Narrows, which is one of the longest sus suspension bridges in the country and one of the highest off the ground. I didn't know anybody. I don't know if they let you do that now. They didn't let no, you do that No, they didn't let them do it back then. <laughs> they, they were oh. Sweet Melissa, they were doing that illegally. Oh. Yeah, you know what? It's not like it's not like there was an admission gate. You put fifty cents in the gate open and you yeah, start swinging. Yeah, let's it. climb the cables. <laughs> I saw this movie probably twenty years ago, right? So you know, twenty years or twenty plus years later, you know, after it came out. But whatever, I, I watched it. I knew of the uh, iconic scene of you know the him on the dance floor and stuff like that, but. I don't know anything about the movie. I thought it was just like, oh, it's going to be something light. No, it was it, very dark. Yeah. It is a very dark movie. Like, no one warned me. Like, oh, this movie is a little uh, messed up. And, uh, yeah, when when the guy dies, I mean, definitely there's a whole turn in the movie. And I, I don't think emotionally the movie kind of gets back. Look, um, there was a movie that caught me off guard. Was that one with Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston about the dog? What was that movie called? Oh, Marley and Me. Marley and Me. Okay, so I saw it like four or five years after it came out. I, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> you know? I refused to watch it because everyone told me it just makes you cry. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? No one, no one tells you. No, oh no, no! All right, all right, all right. So we're. Right. Anyway. I, I, I get the theme. <laughs> Actually, it's another uh, Travolta movie, and I'm I'm hanging out with uh, a couple buddies, and we like movies, and we, we watched some comedy before, and uh, at the time, Travolta, he was already in his big comeback, and it's a movie. Pulp no, Fiction. Spoiler. No, it's Phenomena. It's a little after Pulp Fiction, and we're like, oh, yeah, and the movie starts, and he's a guy that gets, like, a special power, you know, like he saw like a, a, a blinding light from the sky, you know, as you watch it, you're like, you assume that's from like extraterrestrial or whatever, but then all of a sudden he could speak, pick up languages. Kind of like, uh, kind of like greatest American hero. Yes. Except, except for all of a sudden. He wasn't very, a bubbling idiot. Like the guy in American hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was a bubbling idiot for a superhero, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. For no, sure. We're, we're, we're sitting here just drinking beers and having a good time. We're liking this movie. And then, then you're like, oh, he's got an op inoperable brain tumor that might have caused everything that happened for him. And he's about to die. And then the movie ends. And I was like, oh, shit. Cripple and depression's, like, kicking in right now. It was not a good movie. It wasn't in that movie, sense. No, it was a good movie. But not, not I was not expecting it. And it was – listen – we're we're, we're having, having beers and having yeah. laughs. That's yeah. not a good movie to have beers and laughs. Because when they, uh, you know, unless you find like inoperable brain tubers funny, then, 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 then uh, that's your most people do not. Those are the kind of people that laugh at Shriner commercials, you know, when the little kid comes out. <laughs> ah, Billy. <Yeah. laughs> 
And you get this really cool blanket. I'm like, it's not a cool blanket, dude. Yeah. It's not. I'll give you five bucks not to give me that blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it. Yeah. You know, put it over you. Oh my. You know why? Because when I watch, I think when I watch, uh, was it Blue Blood? I don't. Whatever. I, whatever I record. Wait, wait. What do you watch? Blue Blubs? Blue Blubs? Blue Blubs. <laughs> they have uh I, I i'm trying to think of what i watched and it's on so help me todd no it's i don't see that commercial there Ned. it wasn't on thursday anyway I know. I was this sad. week was all repeats anyway they take the you know they they have a rough schedule i know I was oh thanksgiving's this week i can't come in for the rest of the month oh <laughs> wow Yeah, I oh, watched yeah, the, the new one, Chicago Drive-By. It was <laughs> Blue Blood. pretty much we expect, expected, you know? Blue. Maybe we could start starring the show Blue Blubs. <laughs> I like Blue Blubs. <laughs> what, what, what would a Blue Blub, what, what could it be? Like, what would a Blue Blub be? A Blue Blob. What could we do with a Blue Blub? That could be the show's trailer. <laughs> That's like the show. What can you do with a blue blub? That could be the okay. name of the book. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Boop, 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 oh. boop, boop, boop. Thank you. Sorry. What can you do with a blue blub now? <laughs> that could be the name of the book. Yeah. What can you What can you do with a blue blub? No, just blue that, blub. Just blue blub. It, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to make any sense. Just you open it up. What can like, you do with a blue blub? Sounds like a little golden book. Yeah. That just, could a, have, just a book of train wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a blue blub. Uh oh. Uh oh. Could a blue blub kind of be like them? Uh, could that be a character like those minion guys, but blue? A Smurf is a blue blub. What if that? What if that's the movie? And you well, find they, out blue they blubs shit themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're they led by Papa Blub <laughs> and Blubette. Yeah. Or uh, who they, Oh my! And they just have like irritable bowel syndrome all the time. <laughs> Is that blue? Because <laughs> they, they, they live on a diet of blueberries. I, that's not healthy for that's not healthy. intestines. Do you think do they th you think they get a little uh blue blub caught underneath their tail? Oh. <laughs> Might be from eating double shin ramians all the time. <laughs> they, they're not happy like the bear in the Charmin commercial. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, wipe, wipe with a rabbit. Unlike, unlike the Bernstein bears. Yeah. <laughs> the Bernstein <laughs> bears meet the blue blubs. Yeah. I don't think those bears pooped. They probably did. Papa Bear did. They did when they oh, swung yeah. from the noose. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when they saw their fate. Oh, God. That's horrible. I, you know what, though? Actually, I don't know if that's true because I think those bears wore pants. They weren't like Porky Pig in it. Right, right. 
They weren't por Porky Pigging it. Hey, you know who else wasn't Porky Pigging it? And I noticed that in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Smokey the Bear. He doesn't Porky Pig it. No, he's not. He's a bear. He, right, he has, he has blue jeans on and no shirt. He wears My cousin roots. Anthony just said he must be part Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know. Could be hairy chest, maybe. He didn't have a big gold medallion or cross, so that didn't, you know, that would have been the dead giveaway. Well, he, he's definitely rocking a dad bod, you know. Yeah, the original dad bod. But what you don't see off camera, he's definitely uh, he has a couple heaters. He's definitely smoking cigarettes. Oh sure. But he doesn't toss him in the forest. Actually, he probably does. You think so? Oh, yeah. He's trying to draw attention. He's like, hey, look at me. I found a fire. I'm a <laughs> Look, I'm going to put it out with my shovel. Yeah. Only you can prevent forest fires. And only I can start them. Yeah. He's you like my hairy chest? Yeah, put a lot of pressure on us to stop these forest fires. And you know what? He has a campaign hat on. Where'd that come from? Is he like a drill instructor? Yeah. yeah. Is he? Tell Smokey the Bear. It's called forest management. You're supposed to burn. This way you don't burn. So you can rejuvenate the soil. Yes. But he also does that. By taking a jump. That's right. Yay. He, good job, sweet Melissa. Yay. Does he just yell at like small woodland creatures all day? Maybe. You know, he's got Mr. Rabbit. Yeah. Drop and give me friendly. 50. <laughs> Drop and wipe my ass. <laughs> uh, Don't tell me it sticks to your fur. So. But you know, there's other bears like, think about it. Yogi Bear only wears a bow tie. Yeah, he's, he wears a Chippendale costume. <laughs> Correct. So, <laughs> and talk, talk about a dad bod. I, I mean, yeah. he's not exactly, you know. I, I, what about like Boo Boo? Boo stoned. All right, first off, that's a very inappropriate relationship where an You adult, think so? All right, first off, he's an adult, and Boo Boo's a child, and that's not his kid or brother or cousin. <laughs> that's a highly inappropriate relationship. Wow. He's he's grooming him, and like. What does know, Boo Boo wear? Does he have a bow tie on too? Or? I think he wears nothing. Or no, I, I don't think he has anything on. He's just naked, big yeah. Ed. He's just At running least... around like, like a you like know, fucking like a... Daffy Duck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 big yeah, quacker sticking out. So, so what you're saying, Case, the relationship that Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo have, that's okay because they're cousins. They're cousins. No, nephew. Nephew. Oh, it's his right. nephew. It's nephew. So that's one of his brother or sister's kids. Right. Okay. That's appropriate. Yogi that's and Boo Boo. Inappropriate. Yeah, they're they're like you know living like hobos in the woods, you know, and 
I, not family. And not where, only that case. Where's child? Ser- where's child services? And um, Yogi, uh, they're bears. They don't have them. <laughs> yeah. Yogi is teaching. Focus. Yeah. Uh, a ranger, ranger Rick, or whatever the park ranger was really. Uh, just it was. Uh, what did he, just, he have a name? I think it's Mister Ranger. Mister Ranger, yeah, he turned a blind eye. And you're well, just worried about thing. those picnic baskets. Picnic <laughs> baskets. So the ranger, right? He's law enforcement. Right. Yogi is teaching Boo Boo. Hey, it's okay to fuck with law enforcement. Right. That see, I, I can see where the I can see uh, where you're going with this inappropriate yeah, relationship thing. Oh, listen, Yogi did not think blue lives mattered. Mm. Oh no, no, all right. Uh, we, we oh no, we, we forgot we, too. We, Yogi also has a hat on. He does. So he bow tie like, and hat. It's a, but mm-hmm. it's a very specific hat, and I'm trying to remember what they would call that. It's not a fedora. No, no like no. a like a like a bucket hat of some sort. Yeah, but it was it was a very short. It was shallow mm-hmm. um, with a band on it. Um, like a like a yeah. pork pie. Don't they call it like a pork? Pie actually, hat or I think that's exactly what it's called is a pork pie hat. I think you actually nailed that one. Yeah, every but once in a while, case you you nailed it. You nailed it just like Yogi was nailing Boo Boo. Oh, that pork wow! Pie. Wow! I did. Wow, kids, we don't – oh, my – Casey, you just ruined my childhood. Hey, you That's where we pull out the little slide with him. Instead of throwing <laughs> it in your face bag, we can change it now to be these two sets of bears. Yeah. Appropriate or inappropriate. Wow. Wow. I never thought of the, it that way. I, I thought it was, that was a weird cartoon. Here, here are five fascinating facts about Yogi Bear's hat. As okay. Big Mike stated, the style of Yogi Bear's hat is called pork pie. I never would have guessed that. Or all the trivia in my head, I never would have been able to pull that out. Pork pie? Yeah, pork pie. The pork yeah, pie was like- originally seen in England. The style's peculiar name became popular in English dish. By the time Yogi Bear made his first TV appearance, the hat had already been around for a while. Yogi's hat was uh, inspired by a sitcom character in the 50s. It doesn't say which one. Oh, Those are really facts. Those are, the last one's not really a fact. It's just like, I think. There are five fascinating I thinks about Yogi Bear's hat. Okay. That's better. Facts. Yeah. More like statements. Five fascinating statements. <laughs> Where'd you look this up? Who I who's like, I'm gonna I... list it. Wait, wait, hold on. But like anyway, this guy's like, I'm listing some facts, and the first part he starts the sentences. It I says think. the iconic Yogi Bear I, I hat. Think. Iconic, really? <laughs> well, it, it's at yogibearhat.com. Everything uh, you want to know about Yogi Bear's hat. No. And more. No, no it's not. Well, they, well I, this was uh, somewhere else, but uh, uh, if you Google Yogi Bear's hat, there's a bunch of – I just clicked on one of them. If you stop at Yogi Bear, it tells you 1958 he, his debut was a supporting character in a Huckleberry Hound show. He actually has a collar and a, a, a bow tie. Yes. All right. 
So at least he's got a few. It takes him like about 14 in. seconds to get dressed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Boo boo, I'm ready. Are you? <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm going to go look up boo boo real quick So and before we wrap this up because now. Yeah, I'm look up boo boo bear. I have to know. <laughs> what if he was just like. A, what if he was like a. Uh, appear to yogi what if they're the same age he's just really short and really stone it says boo boo bear is a hannah barbera cartoon character who gets anally raped by yogi (laughs) (laughs) well there you have it everyone your childhood boo boo is that ruined too i don't know yogi All right, any more? Is that it? And it just says he he, uh, laces his asshole with semen every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! 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 woo. He uses his ass as an anal ashtray. Oh, boy. And uh, one time. To put his cock out. (laughs) Oh, God. His cock's on fire. He's got to put it out in Boo Boo's ass. (laughs) And and in one episode, they just let Droopy watch. Yeah. Oh, God. I think that's what uh, what happened to Scooby Dumb. He saw this. Scooby and Dumb. It's Scooby Dumb. Dumb, Dumb, Dumb. That dumb. was another Scooby Doo cousin, <laughs> and he wore like a, a goofy hat too. He wore like a bowler. Wait, that's like a bowler. Thing. Was it a bowler hat or more like a? Was it was it a bowler? I thought it was Is that a little. Really the guy's name? Scooby yeah, Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, he because he's dumb. Wow. Scooby Dumb is Scooby Doo's dim witted cousin. That's saying a lot. What about his hat, big ass? Was identified be... as Scooby Doo's brother, but in others, they're cousins. They don't even know. Oh, well, they're dogs. His, his mom was a bitch in heat. That's all they knew. Jesus, this is a very. This is right. You on what side? This is rough. This is five facts, not five. I thinks. I think so. It could be, or it's not a five. Apparently, apparently. At least we're not. You know. Wow. Because Scooby Dumb. It's a Scoobypedia. What does it say about his hat? What kind of hat did he wear? Uh, I'm getting there. Hang on. Occupation, amateur sleuth. (laughs) Occupation. (laughs) Occupation, Occupation. Amateur. Dumbass. Scooby D. Who was? Who was? Scooby Dumb. Yeah, but that's like saying your occupation. I work for free. Wait a minute. Is he trying to find two bears that were doing it and... And hanging out appropriately. Oh, that's the greatest who done it ever. I know, and he missed it because he was Scooby Dumb, right? No, he became dumb because he saw it. <laughs> 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 that stunted his mental growth. Yeah, <laughs> he had to go to years of therapy to get that corrected. Uh, and that look how he was also out. part of the Laugh Olympics, by the way. <laughs> the that was I did like the Laugh Olympics. That was pretty cool. Wait, what are you talking about? Okay, besides his color, his he's distinguished from his cousin by his red hat, red collar, buck teeth, and droopy muzzle. 
Oh, he looked like Robin Hood, didn't he? What do you mean, Robin Hood? Jesus. He looked like a dog. Yeah, oh, he looked like Errol Scooby Dumb, above all else, is dim-witted as his name implies and overall completely useless. <laughs> this space, this this space dot unintelligent demeanor leads him to be both extremely brave or extremely cowardly, depending on whether or not he's actually noticed the danger near him. Uh, he takes us on. In spite of his dimwittedness, he apparently wants to be a police dog. <laughs> so let's give this. So let's give this guy a gun. <laughs> dum da dum. He said wow. he's always carrying a magnifying glass with him, which he brings out of nowhere whenever the word clue is mentioned. He applies with clue, dum, 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 in the manner of Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 5. Yep, number 5. Well, it says his ambition is larger than his brain. <laughs> wow. Like his cousin scooby Dumb has a big appetite. Yeah. He takes the shit the size of softballs. <laughs> Do you know, Diane, uh, our sister has a friend named <laughs> Melissa. Baby die. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I won I, a few years back, <laughs> I went over and had lunch at their house, Doug and Melissa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, the great day. And I'm like, this is the coolest fucking dog, right? Wait, don't they live over this way? No, they're 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 somewhere in Tampa area. Oh. Yeah, they're over by where that beatnik bar is. We went so yeah, that dude play. Yeah, um, they're they're like in right exactly. Yeah, so I I thought it was I'm like I got to get me one of these dogs until the thing took a shit. I'm like I am not. <laughs> I'm like I am not carrying a shovel with me. It's like a horse, yeah. That thing stepped on my foot and left a bruise. I was wearing <laughs> yeah, my flip flops. You it was like 140 like, pounds. You got to go through like a 40-pound bag of food a week. Hey, Big Ed, did this? Uh, did that Great Dane like want to sit on your lap like it was like a little lap dog? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's And, and yep. like you got to put the food uh, like they could lean on the counter. Like you can't have food near the counter. I mean, it's it's a complete it, – it's like having a baby. It's like baby-proof in your house. But it was a cool dog. The demeanor was like, you know, it, it sat on the couch like a human. His butt was on the, the, the chair and his feet were on the ground. <laughs> Just but, like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. This was uh, truly Scooby-Dumb. <laughs> wow. Well, I dated but When I think took a shit, it was, like a, it was like a human-sized shit. I'm like, oh, no, no. This, this isn't happening. <laughs> and then you're like... Oh, you feed you that dog corn? <laughs> oh, guess what? He ate, your, he ate your Snickers, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. I could see the nougat. <laughs> oh, that's oh, what wait, that's nougat just, is. That's just shit. <laughs> oh, look. And your watch band, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, boy. Oh, there's my lighter. <laughs> uh, I'll just brush this off. Oh, look, it works. <laughs> it probably would. Let it try out. 
Oh boy. On that note. Oh boy. If you let it dry out. Well, Big Mike. Yeah, buddy. Well, it's good that you called in. I was getting a little word for you there, bud. Oh, no, it's just a busy day. Yeah. Uh, just trying to get home in time to catch, you know, be part of the show. I thought I was going to be home earlier, but as the day went on at the swap meet, I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a call in. So sorry to be late. I apologize to my friends and co-host on the show and our fans, but I'm glad yes. that I was able to contribute a little bit tonight. Oh yeah. No good stuff. And blue uh, blubs. Blue blubs. Maybe we need to work on blue blubs. I, I think that is a uh something we gotta work on. That absolutely I, I think that's a, a, a skit in the future for sure. It has to be. It has to be. Good job, Big Ed with blue blubs. Yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, that's not what it said. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm gonna listen our, to. I'll listen to the playback. I'll know. Mm -hmm. I snorted, and I feel like it was what you said and my snort combined. Yeah, the snort we'll, confirmed it. We'll have to see. All right, so uh, great run on the soundtracks, Big Ed. Uh, good yeah, work. Yeah, no more soundtracks for a while. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> You kind of clapped out on those, dude. It's a lot of research. Movie, multiple artists. Yeah, the all of the above. And all right, all right, all right. So um, it, it could be a. It could. I mean, it could be even longer. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. It could. It, I mean, I could have wrote more. I had to consolidate what I had wrote down. I'm like I can't. This this will take all night to 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 read this. So I. How to chop it. Yeah. it the review's usually about two pages. This is three pages long. On, well, that's yeah, on Windows typed, you know what I mean? All right. So, all right. Ha, ha, um, got a couple ideas. Just throwing it out there. See, um, you know, I don't know what you had in mind. In I, I had nothing next spent. I, I hadn't even thought about it. I, I think we had talked about, I, I, I didn't bring those albums, so we can't do those four yet. No, that's fine. We can I had four those. more that I'd picked up at the, uh, in Melbourne at the, uh, by, the, by the slot shop there. They have a really cool antiques mall, Big Mike. You'd like it. Which one is it in Melbourne? I don't know. I don't, they're right across the street from one another. Oh. All right. Starts with R. All I know is right there's a there's a there's a, a slot car shop right there. So that's why I went. I was it was a destination. It's we big, went. Right? We went to. Uh, uh, they're, well, they're right across the street from each other. They're both big. I just wow. don't know their names. But the one on the other side of the street, I felt was better for picking up music. Runningers. Runningers. Well, that's the that's the flea market. Oh, okay. Well, I I wanted to throw out a couple ideas of okay. a go ahead a, a concept for for Big Ed, and you can run with it, not run with it. 
Yeah. Well, we we haven't tackled new wave in in rock, which was an important movement. Um, I'm not going to bother mentioning punk. I'll I'll just leave that be. But I think new wave was an expression of or a reaction to the punk rock movement. Uh, so that that can leave you a couple options. Um, you know. Yeah, there was like the cars, Blondie, or like Talking Heads, that kind of stuff. The police. The police, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's stuff there. Um, what would maybe we call like hair hair bands, hair metal? Um, so that could be you know anything from you know uh, a Motley Crue to Cinderella to Poison, the Warrant to you know. Basically, it encompasses a lot of different '80s rock, right there. And uh, yes, yes. Can I throw in some breaking news? Sure. Good, because I'm gonna. I just saw Fields is questionable to play. Oh, Justin Fields. Correct. Yeah. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is in Chicago. And it's talking to NFL. NFL we uh, quarterback. About it he had hurt his non, I think it is non thrown shoulder too, but he was pretty jacked up. Right. Matt Lasking. Mm-hmm. Chicago does a bad job of protecting that poor kid. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Could do a few, three or four new wave albums. Yeah, just, you know, uh, just a different concept, you know, ca- you know, encapsulating there a little bit. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just off the top of my head, I think like Cars Candio or something like that. Yeah, it's actually a good album. Absolutely. All right, so next week, Cars Candio. Oh, I like it. There you go. Get on it, folks. And then while I'm doing that, I can research and see what else is there. Something, you know, I'll find two or three more. Man, I'm fucking tired. No? All right, all right. Just relax. I'm good. Just saying. I'm just, it just hit me like a ton of wave. Well, we, we, we've we uh, ran it. We ran it kind of long tonight, you know. It's all right. So uh, any any That's final words? Roll. That's how we roll. Go Nose. She said go Nose. Uh... I'm good. It's good to be on. Can't wait to see Blue Blubs. Oh, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Uh, keep Later. the shiny side up and the greasy side down, gang. Oh, yeah. See you next week. See ya.